This is Radio Parallax, a slightly different perspective from a slightly different view, with topics that include matters in science, technology, history, politics, current events, and whatever we damn well please. And now the host of Radio Parallax, Douglas Everett. Welcome to the program. It is a rather special program today in that we're going to commemorate the passing of a legend of journalism, Mr. Daniel Shore. Six years ago, NPR legend Bob Edwards wrote a book about Edward R. Murrow. It was titled Edward R. Murrow and the Birth of Broadcast Journalism. And luckily we were able to speak with Bob Edwards about that book. It occurred to us that interviewing one of Edward R. Murrow's hires would be a good idea. So we set out to obtain NPR's senior news correspondent Daniel Shore to speak with us about his career and Ed Murrow, which we did. It was a penetrating interview and a most informative one. On today's program, we're going to rebroadcast that interview pretty much in its entirety. I hope for the opportunity to speak to Mr. Shore again, and happily when uh, I was sitting in for Jeffrey Callison on the Insight program over at Capital Public Radio, we did a show on Watergate, wherein we spoke with Senator George McGovern, who was arguably the main uh, victim of the scandal that came to be known as Watergate. And for that interview, we... Uh, returned to talking with Daniel Shore. Happily, Senator McGovern stayed on for the second part of that, uh, that hour. And at one point, Shore and McGovern were speaking among themselves as old friends that, for, for me, is, might be the single greatest moment uh, I've had in 10 years of doing radio. We will be playing excerpts uh, of, of those moments uh, in our third segment today, which will pretty much make our hour today a tribute to Dan Shore. I feel privileged indeed to have had the opportunity to speak to him on two occasions. So to get all this done, we're going to have to have a rather uh, brief first segment today, which we will commence, as we like to do, with On This Date in History. On July 29th in 1907, in England, Sir Robert Baden-Powell organizes a summer camp for boys, which, which led to the foundation of the Boy Scouts the following year. On this date in 1921, Germany's National Socialist Party got a new president. His name was Adolf Hitler, and he caused uh, quite a bit of trouble as things uh, went on. And lastly, on July 29th in 1935, the book Seven Pillars of Wisdom was published. The book was an account of the Arab Revolt during World War I and is rated as one of the classics of war literature. It was written by T.E. Lawrence, who's better known as Lawrence of Arabia. And by the way, if you've not seen the 1962 Oscar winner, Lawrence of Arabia, to which you've just heard the theme song, do yourself a favor and uh, check it out. They just don't seem to make them like that anymore. Our quote of the day comes from author Robert Davies, who said, The love of truth lies at the root of much humor. Whereas our quip of the day comes from humorist P.J. O'Rourke, who said, Drugs have taught an entire generation of American kids the metric system. Our joke of the day comes from Senator John McCain, when speaking to Bill O'Reilly a couple months back about the tough new Arizona anti-immigration measure, said, it's the drivers of cars with illegals in it that are intentionally causing accidents on the freeway. 
And while we agree that it really isn't very funny, you have to admit, it's quite a joke. Our stat of the day is that uh, General Motors car sales in China have for the first time surpassed those in the U.S. During the first half of this year, GM sold 1.21 million vehicles in China, a 50% gain over last year, which compares with just 1.07 million sold in the U.S. Our bonus stat of the day is that the first six months of this year have also been the hottest ever recorded since we've been amassing records in the 1880s. Here in the western U.S., we had the coldest spring in the last 50 years, but uh, that was an anomaly worldwide. But that's a topic for another day. Let's do the good, the bad, and the ugly. According to The Week magazine, it was a good week last week for everyone who said the chicken after British researchers claimed to solve one of the world's oldest riddles and concluded that the chicken came before the egg. According to their reasoning, a protein found in the chicken's ovary is necessary for the formation of the egg. Of course, these researchers are full of it. Dinosaurs were laying eggs 200 million years ago, and before that, Amphibians were doing it. Before that, fish were doing it. The egg goes back a long way. The chicken is a relatively recent development. On the other hand, it was a bad week. We have to say a really bad week for lean government after the Los Angeles Times revealed that the small, largely impoverished city of Bell, California, pays its city manager $787,000 a year Police chief gets $457,000. Mayor Oscar Hernandez explained, Our streets are cleaner. We have lovely parks. Our community is better. Reportedly, an investigation is underway. We're quite confident, by the way, that when they do their research, they will find that uh, Bell's allegedly lovely parks do not result from paying their city manager three quarters of a million dollars a year. Unless maybe the park they're talking about is in his backyard. And it was surely an ugly week for the fitness of Americans when it was revealed last week that the Columbus, Ohio Fire Department recently invested in 18 new stretchers that can carry patients weighing up to 650 pounds. Here's the part I like. Apparently, they're still not sturdy enough. Officials say at least twice a month, paramedics have to transport patients weighing more than 650 pounds. Columbus, Ohio may now buy stretchers that cost $10,000, but can accommodate loads of up to 1,000 pounds. We noted on the show that an unusual thing happened a couple days ago. On the Tuesday, July 27th, front page of the Sacramento Bee, it appeared that all the major stories looked important, so I thought it was worth mentioning. We joke on this show that the most important stories are generally on page A7 of any newspaper. But actually, a couple days ago, there were five stories. One about uh, how the local area has escaped the global frying pan, which we mentioned earlier on the show. That's worth reading up on. 
Article about how the NFL is shifting gears and is now warning of concussion risks to its players. That's something we're going to talk about in the future, possibly with our sports correspondent, Sean Minton, and perhaps some medical authorities. Given our affiliation with the University of California, we need to address the uh, article they had about how there's a plan afoot to allow people to get online degrees through the University of California. Personally, I think a lot of good may come of efforts in that direction, but we'll have to put that off to another day. And from the, yes, shoot the messenger file, the top story was about how our war strategy in Afghanistan may face some scrutiny. There's been a recent uh, trove of leaked documents about the Afghan war, which is causing people to compare it to the Pentagon Papers back in 1971. And the shoot the messenger part comes from WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange being a under fire from a lot of sources for the fact that uh, he's putting on the internet a lot of leaked documents. You may recall that uh, that sequence of attacks filmed from an army helicopter back in April, which uh, caused a lot of uh, talk around the world. Another topic we're going to return to in the future. But I thought the saddest one was the last item about how, uh, in spite of <laughs> the collapse of the Real estate market all across the country. Those forward-looking Sacramento County Board of Supervisors are considering opening 20,000 acres of land to future development. California, of of course, needs more urban sprawl and uh, housing development in rural areas of the state. Pretty much like it needs more cancer. I anticipate talking about that subject in the future, too, possibly with Cosmo Garvin of the Sacramento News and Review. Cosmo and I were looking at urban sprawl across uh, the greater Sacramento area from an airplane uh, many years ago. It's something we need to look at again. We've got a lot of ground to cover, so I think I'm going to do is take a break now. And I probably should mention that the opinions you've just heard, like all the ones on this program, do not necessarily represent those of KDVS, our sponsors, or the regents of the University of California. Even though a study sponsored by the Pew Charitable Trust revealed some years ago that we're right apparently 98.7% of the time. Or something very close to that. I, I don't remember the exact statistic. This is Radio Parallax. I'm Douglas Everett. Stay tuned. Seigneur, seigneur, 